Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Kelvin Not Calvin's Incredible Cast. <laughs> where today we have the lovely Tiki Vibes is going to be sitting in. Um, before we introduce you guys to Tiki, let me introduce you to myself. For you guys who don't know, I'm Kelvin Not Calvin. I'm a composer, songwriter, singer, guitarist, bass player. I do all the things. Um, uh, I've born and raised Los Angeles, California my whole life. Grew up in the music industry. And I've just, um, I've, I can't say I've mastered, you know, freelancing or getting, you know, our music stuff together, DIY. But I think I'm doing pretty good. And I just, and this podcast is all about sharing the, the knowledge that I learn and, and helping you guys out and getting other people on the show that are also doing the same thing. And then we're going to share our stories to assist you guys and some of our recommendations and things you guys can do to get started with your music career today. So enough about me. Let's get into um, Tiki. So Tiki, tell us about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? Well, my name's Tiki. I'm from California. My family's from London. I have two businesses. I have a fashion line called Fourth Dimension, and we pretty much customize hats, snapbacks, fedoras, or crystals, and different jewelry and designs. And I took that idea and I translated it onto guitars. And I have a guitar company called Tiki Guitars, where I pretty much take the Fourth Dimension aspect of the crystals, the jewelry. Um, the fabric and we pretty much just or I just embellish guitars with um, just different concepts and designs I'm also an artist I have an EP coming out called The Theory of Freedom so that'll be coming out very soon by the end of this year and I'm just an artist altogether. that's beautiful now everybody Tiki is only 21 years old and she already has two businesses and an EP coming out. This girl is grinding, y'all. She's trying to show y'all what's up. Tell us a little bit. Tell us about um, how you got started playing music. Well, when I was about... So I used to do, like, little poetry. Not poetry, but a little... Um, it was called PDM. It was, like, a little Broadway act that we used to do in um, elementary. So I started singing and doing that. And then I kind of just stopped cold turkey for a second. And I didn't really start doing music again until I was like 16 or 17. That's when I picked up the guitar. I always wanted to do music, but I just, I guess maybe because the atmosphere and, you know, where I came from, there wasn't a lot of art. There wasn't a lot of music or just different mm -hmm. stuff like that. I was just pretty much living like a normal teenage life, going to parties, doing drugs, school <laughs> hangover ditching school, come to school late, all that shit. About 17, I was just like, okay, I want to play the guitar. I really want to get down with it. Something told me. It wasn't even like, oh, you know, this person inspired me. I feel like I found my inspirations as I started to learn guitar and skills. So at 17, I started playing. But it wasn't until I was about 19, 20 that I actually started to go to open jams and little open mics and different stuff like that. It took me a second, I feel like, just to develop my confidence, which pretty much just came from knowing my shit. And then from there, I was, um, I just started to do uh, little open mics and jams. And I had the opportunity to actually play for Kali Uchis, which was a very wild journey. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> super crazy, long story short. But you know what? I was like, you know what? 
fuck being the person in the background. No disrespect to any musician, but it was just for my own personal. My soul was just telling me, you know, why am I spending all this time learning this other person's music when I can just create my own? So after that bullshit, this year, I was like, I'm going to start my EP. And I'm going to really just take the songs that I have, all my little ideas, and just bring it to somebody. And, you know, even finding a good producer that takes time to find somebody who can, like, really understand where you're at musically with your talent and how to help you develop it and grow with it while, you know, being able to put out a project just to show how much, you you know, you've grown as an artist. So that's pretty much why I called my EP The Theory of Freedom was just like letting go of a lot of just bullshit from men, relationships, to what other people used to say about me from social media. Just The Theory of Freedom is just all about your mental health. Wow. that's beautiful that and that is so important uh everybody listening like your mental health as a creative is is that's where all your your creative energy your power comes from is by guarding your your space and not allowing you know people that say you know these negative things about you or you know they don't like your music or if they don't like you know whatever idea you got if you're an artist you're a painter you know, anybody that's telling you not to pursue your dreams, don't listen to them. They don't know what they're and talking also, about. <laughs> to add to that, also comparing yourself, comparing yourself to other people on social media. It was crazy because, like, earlier this year, I wasn't, I didn't give a fuck about anybody, what they were doing. But, you know, I was hanging around certain people. And you literally, you have to watch out who you surround yourself with because you'll start taking on that energy. I have a friend who all... Well, friends who all they would do was just talk about other people on social media, this, that, you know, they're playing for this person, they're playing for that person. And before I used to not even give a fuck. I was like, okay, I don't give a fuck. But then later on, I literally, I just started to like catch myself comparing myself to other people mm-hmm. through this stupid phone. Oh, same, right? Instagram. You wake up and you just look at it. You're like, oh, look at those guys doing so much better yeah, than me. Oh, I like, gotta keep going. And you know, the thing is, it no longer, it wasn't even motivation and turned into not even jealousy, but like this kind of like depression with my own life. Like, you know, yeah. also, you also have to realize like everyone, I mean, just because you see this person on a tour doesn't mean this person wasn't like 20 years ago fucking just working some shitty ass nine to five job or even like last year or they could come back off a tour and still be in a messed up situation (laughs) like we we never know what's actually going on in somebody's personal life on social media no one's gonna post the details no one's gonna post really how they feel they're just gonna post oh i'm on stage with such and such that's cool but at the end of the day like the artist is rich you know right yeah mental health man it's just so important it's so important to surround yourself by the right people because you will take on that energy and i really did feel like earlier i mean not even earlier like later on this year i was just taking on this energy that i knew this was not me so in order for me to take back control of myself i really just had to like disconnect from social media not posting shit not talking about anything about myself not even looking at other people's stories that's how much of like a, a hole that I was in that I was just like, you know what? Sometimes you just have to own up to, you know, the reason why you feel the type of way and then just tackle it. That was that was beautiful. Let's um let's do a little side note and talk about the the good things about social media too, because like social media mm-hmm. can be a you know a bad place. But um the way that I look at social media is is if you're looking at it for work, you're just promoting your stuff storefront. 
So what anybody says about you, none of that stuff matters. Um, a good thing to do practice for all the people listening and for all of us creatives is just be helpful in the community. You know, if you're saying positive stuff and if you're listening to your friends' records and you're retweeting their stuff, just support them. Yeah. And anybody that says negative stuff, they're just trolls. You don't gotta pay attention to them. And that's yeah. the hard part for a lot of us is we're putting our stuff out. We're putting our souls out. We're putting the stuff that we worked on so hard out. And when somebody says something negative, you know, we just want to fight them. But yeah. people, people <laughs> saying negative stuff. No, it's like, true. That's right. so fucking true. Right. And there's a difference between criticism, like constructive criticism. Somebody says, you know, something that's helpful and somebody says something that's mean. And when you feel, you know, that negative energy, there's, there's so many people that are listening to your stuff that, that love you, that want you to succeed. Just repost that stuff. Tell them you like what they're doing. And, and it's to... so easy. It's right? so easy to support your friends or people who you dig. It literally, it's just a click. Right? You don't have One no money. Click. That's cool. Yeah, just retweet, share, you know, comment, say my homeboy's tight. You know, that's all you got to do. Have yeah, them on your podcast. <laughs> but yeah, you think it's just so crazy. Like, people think that, I honestly, I think it's just a pride factor. People don't want to repost, honestly, good shit. Maybe shit that's maybe better than theirs because... Y'all will buy tickets for Beyonce and Jay-Z, but when it comes to your homegirl, your homeboy who has been working on your e their EP for a full year, two jobs doing this and that, and they finally put out a project, and yeah, you say, oh yeah, your, your music's dope, woo -woo, but you won't repost it, you won't share it, like... Or bump it in the car, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I love to bump my homie stuff. Being cause... a supporter, you, it doesn't cost anything. The only right. thing it costs is just a little love just show a little love to your friends your you know to your musician friends your artist friends and you know if you really support their work or if you support their business buy their merchandise right. repost their stuff yeah come to buy their shows their EP. mm -hmm. the eps on like 10 bucks if you cannot afford 10 dollars, man you shouldn't be living like, <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be fucking living like all right so um tell me tell me some of your influences because i i hear a lot a lot of stuff in your music like i hear you know all the old school greats you know like everybody you know like i hear the hendrix i hear the prince i hear the you know i hear the the, the staples singers i hear all the old stuff but i also hear a bunch of new stuff and mm. and um i want to i want to hear how you get your musical pie together because i think that's really interesting okay. about your approach <laughs> Um, see, for me, I never stay too long learning another artist, their techniques or their tactics. I just learn a little bit from everybody. Like, I love Jimi Hendrix from mostly from just his personality, his styles, and to no fucks given. So, I learn a couple of Hendrix songs, little licks, and I love Highest Coyote Napalm. I love their just their core progressions, their core voice things. I just love how experimental they are. So I'll say uh, Heist Coyote, Jimi Hendrix. I love Leon Bridges. Uh, his new album is just... Oh, man. That's yeah. so fire. It's like one of the best albums I've ever heard. Of this year. Oh, yeah. Of this freaking year. And I just enjoy... I love musicians who just... They just put out amazing work. And they take their time. Mm -hmm. All of these musicians and artists, one great thing that they have in common is that they all take their time mm -hmm. with making their music. They don't mm -hmm. just put out stuff because, oh... The record companies tell them they're like fuck the record company i want mm -hmm. to make it good you yeah know? 
from that. Also Prince, of course, Prince from his just his stage presence. Uh, Roman Jean Arthur from Janelle Monae's Wonderland. Oh, group. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got to march with them once. Uh, him and Jadena, Janelle Monae, and St. Beauty standing right behind them. That was really cool during a um, protest for police uh, brutality yeah. in Los Angeles. Roman, he's like the new age prince, and he's fine as fuck, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, St. Beauty, uh, Fleetwood Mac. I love their folk songs. Um, yeah, those are pretty much like my main, my, those are like the core people to me. And of course, Michael Jackson too. And then I always like find inspirations from other artists like Britney Spears from like, just like that pop little rock type feel from her oh, yeah. presence to her dance moves to, um, yeah, you know, to be honest, a lot of the people who I listen to, they're not on mainstream music. Yeah. Like, I don't find inspiration from none of these artists, like from Drake, not even the Bashies people, but Drake, Rihanna, those type of people. Like, I just cannot find, I can't find their soul. And if I can't feel your soul in your own music, then that's the problem for me. Mm-hmm. And I just can't resonate with that. But those are pretty much my main influences. My EP, I would say, is more experimental soul, um, spiritual, with a little rock side to it. Oh, that's cool. Rocky. Rocky. So, so um, another thing that that I really want to know is about your style. Like, I I really dig your style. Like, um, <laughs> I, I've noticed there's like a lot of a lot of us, uh, uh, what do you call it? Black creative people have been coming out, and everybody's showing out, you know. And you got a very unique look. Like when when I first saw your page, like maybe like a year or two ago. I remember thinking, man, that girl's got some style on her. Then I saw your plan and I was like, oh, okay, I like this, you know? So tell me more about how you develop as a brand because you're, you're really great at branding. And um, that's, that's one thing that like most musicians miss the mark on is that we're, we're not branding ourselves as entities. We're often just going in and playing for this particular artist and not thinking about what comes next and how to build our own empire. So, you know, tell us more about your branding. My style, I guess, like, when you start to get more in tune with yourself as a person, naturally you just find your style. Um, I guess you could say it's just experimental. So it's just what I feel like. Like, I wear wigs. So I have a wig for each type of mood. People go, like, are you fucking crazy? I said, I'm probably fucking am. But like every day, every day is a new me. You know, I, I didn't even know that. I just yeah, thought your I hair was always every day, crazy. I swear. I have, <laughs> I have red, I have purple, I have blue. I have the whole fucking rainbow in my room. And I told people this because every day I wake up and I'm not the same person how I was yesterday. So Respect. I have to reflect that. I have to yeah. reflect how I feel, you know, how I want the world to perceive me. That's the reason why I shave, you know, the size of my head to show you like okay I mean honestly I'm tired of having edges and I'm tired of using gel like <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to I don't want this issue in the morning and the wigs are just fun and through that when I put on like a wig like your hair is like your energy you know so I put my yeah. hair it's like okay so who am I today what do I feel like I know I'm two vibes but what part of two vibes is coming out and that wow. usually dictates what I wear from like you know my skull my skull earrings to like my you know ripped jeans to like 
a lot of the stuff I get is actually from the swap meet for a dollar. But I just make <laughs> it look that fucking good. Like, <laughs> Same. Yeah, I'd be like up at the thrift stores. The People be like, oh swap my God, like, what, what's your style? Like, I'm like, the cheapest shit I could find. The, the, the shit that I can afford and make it look good and I own that shit. And I just tell people like, I mean, I don't even classify myself as a musician. Like, I have musician qualities, but I'm an artist at the end of the day. And I even hate to use the word artist. I like to just say, like, I'm just energy. Yeah, right? We're just humans, you know? We're just living. And this is my life experience, and I'm just sharing it with y'all because I think it's important, you know? I hate, we always, I think, you know, the I am, I am this, I am that. That's just our ego talking to boost us up. I'm just energy. And I just happen to play guitar. I happen to do fashion and X, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I just tell people the way you brown, brand, uh, not brown yourself, brand yourself is like you just have to seriously get in touch with who you are. Like I see a lot of girls on Instagram. All they want to be is just sexy. Sexy is not a brand. Sexy is just like a quality, okay? Like that you have. Like you're a sexy girl. Cool. But what else can you do? What's your message? What What are you standing for? okay you say you know body positivity so okay so what about body positivity because every girl and their mama be half naked or naked and say body positivity um no you're just being a hoe (laughs) there is a difference you're wild okay just get yourself in tune with yourself and you'll you know you'll figure it out dope all right so what is what um is your give me your best gig the your favorite gig you've ever played and then tell me the worst gig actually do it in reverse order tell me your worst gig then tell me your my your worst best gig okay well it was my best and worst i guess it was playing for kali uches i was playing at the novo theater i still had my little wristband i was like oh my god i'm backstage doing this and that. this is so cool best and worst because after that it was just hell and it was best because I'm this. I was a young girl. I mean, not young. It happened this fucking year. I'm 20 years old. Before I, came, like, <laughs> I had this opportunity to play. I was like, okay, I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna learn from it. And it was good and bad because I mean, it's bad because you know exactly what you know. You know what happened after that. But it was good because I realized, okay, I don't want to play her music. I want to play my own music and make it because my music's gonna be 10 times better than hers. And I don't have to deal with anyone else's bullshit. I'm calling the shots. So that was the best part was just knowing that I was meant to be the artist. I was meant to be in control of my music. And, you know, everything's good and bad. Yeah, so yeah. The best and worst. Yeah, dope. That's So um, who would you say your music is directed to? Like, what is your audience? What type of people do you feel like your music will re- you will relate to the most? I say my music... I mean, if you're looking to shake your ass and twerk and like, that's just not the music's not for you. It's just for people, the day-to-day people who are just vibing out. It's for the people trying to catch a vibe, whether they're driving their car to work, whether they just came home from a shitty day, whether, you know, they're in bed laying down with their lover and they just want to listen to music. My music, you can dance to it, but it's very intellectual in the sense where like, it's going to get you thinking, it's going to make you feel good. Like you're going to really capture the presence of my music you're gonna really put a memory to my songs wherever you're at so I feel like it's just for the open-minded people the people who are ready to experiment with themselves the people who are ready to give back to the universe to receive from the universe dang Ashe. Uh, uh what would be the biggest 
the the biggest thing that you could affect your like if if you could um do anything with your music or what is your ultimate goal like what would be the the biggest achievement that you feel like you could make with your music like do you want to you know get get a bunch of people in one place listening to your music or or do you want to like really affect change like what is your your it's everything it's from playing in front of thousands of people to winning i mean grammy a grammy would be cool but nowadays a grammy does not mean that you're talented or you know you've changed the world that just Mm -hmm. means like you're one of the favorites in the industry like let's be real like this is not back in the 80s where you had to fucking sing your ass off on a record nowadays you have auto-tune so a grammy would be cool but it's more about just getting a bunch of people same like-minded people in the same room or auditorium or stadium and we're all just fucking vibing out and through the concert and through the experience like you're gonna heal yourself you're just gonna you're gonna kill yourself not even just by listening to my music at a show or whatever you're just gonna kill yourself by finding like-minded people who are gonna help you help make your life that's dope all right who would you want to collaborate with that's like living or dead like if you had the opportunity to collaborate with anybody it doesn't even have to be your favorite musician but like for me it would be somebody that I feel like has has a um a, not necessarily an opposite style to mine, but I'm like a real big fan of the contrast, like fire and ice. So I like to to work with people who are the opposite of me. So that's not necessarily who you would want to work with, but who would who would be you know your favorite person that you would want to work with, your ideal. Hello, are you there? Did you disappear? Oh, I got cut off. Oh, man. Well, that's all for Tiki. She got cut off. Um, she's releasing an album soon that's going to be called The the Freedom of... I forget what it's called, but she said it earlier. <laughs> I am Kelvin, not Calvin. And to end this episode, like I said, this this podcast is to just 